All right, welcome back. It's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Okay, I know you heard part of the conversation we just had there about Vancouver's municipally owned golf courses and whether they should be turned into parks or social housing. You played some of these courses, right? You're a golfer. Yeah, I don't know. I had a charity tournament at Fraserview, played Langara. I haven't played the other one. Um, I think what is McCleary. It? McCleary. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, golf has undergone a renaissance in the pandemic. You can't get a yeah. tea time. Yeah. I mean, they're so popular. Uh, it's such a popular activity. I think they're going to continue to remain uh, popular. I think it's really misplaced to think that, oh, let's get rid of golf and turn it into a park. It's already a park. Um, we've got a municipal course here in Victoria in Saanich, uh, Cedar Hill. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's also a park because there's a, a path around it. It's a common walking uh, path for people. Uh, that are protected from errant to golf balls for the most part. Um, it can be the odd misplaced ball that might endanger you. But no, I think I think it's a I think it's a really short-sighted view to turn these uh, these golf courses into something else, either housing or or parks. They are green spaces. Uh, they're also used for like I say, I I co-founded and co-chair a charity golf tournament here in Victoria with Les Lane, our colleague in the press yes. gallery. And we took it to Fraser View in Vancouver one year. It's a charity. We've raised more than seven hundred thousand dollars, I think. It's a celebrity media golf tournament for charity. Awesome. You usually um, the charity is usually youth oriented, and we're just one of many charity tournaments uh, over the course of a year. I mean, we stopped them, of course, in the pandemic. You can't have them again, but they're going to come roaring back. And it's a multi-million dollar fundraising fundraising activity and Fraser View. But you don't need public golf courses to run a run a. No, you don't. But uh, they can be more accessible than some of the private courses. Uh, You can't get on a private course unless you pay a pretty high fee, and you can get on a public course for a lot less if you're a charity. And raise money for good. So I, I think it's short-sighted. I think it'd be a real tough call politically for the Vancouver Park Board or anyone else to say we're shutting down some of these golf courses because you have such a backlash. But, man, when you talk to some of the people who have studied this stuff, like I talked to that professor at UBC who said the value of those three golf courses in the city of Vancouver, you're talking $12 billion worth of well, land the, that the, the golf va- course is sitting on. The value of various parks. Is worth the same <laughs> yeah. thing. I mean, there's lots of big. Parks. How much is Stanley Park worth? Yeah, how much is Stanley Park? <laughs> are you going to turn all parks into into housing? Uh, yeah. Golf courses. Are, you know, uh, St Andrews. You know, the the grandfather of all courses in in uh, Scotland is turned into a public park on Sundays, and people go picnic there. You can do that with public courses. Perhaps you shut them down for a day and let people just walk the grounds. Okay, get set to call me on that one if you want to weigh in on uh, Vancouver's Park Municipal. <laughs> well, you're a golfer. Right? <laughs> okay, um, I w- heard your report on the news about the surging COVID case count in the United States, especially with the Delta variant, which mm-hmm. I was reading some statistics on that last night. It's basically like a, a thousand times more likely to spread in your body before any antibodies develop in your body. I mean, this is why people are getting sick from uh, Almost this Delta Almost a parallel to the Spanish flu situation. So you've got American states where there's huge numbers of unvaccinated people who just defy science. And people in Missouri, Arkansas, Alabama's the worst, Florida, uh, Louisiana, where the number of people about to die from COVID-19 is going to shock people. Because, of, again, it is affecting unvaccinated people. 98% of the deaths in the United States are unvaccinated people. 99% of the hospitalizations are unvaccinated people. And these are not people who just are just too lazy to get a vaccine. They willingly defy it, thinking that it's uh, they've read about it on the Internet, that you shouldn't get a shot. And now they find themselves in an IC ward. Well, I played a clip from a CBS News report earlier in the show from Louisiana where the hospitals are filling up with mm-hmm. people who are unvaccinated coming in very sick with this Delta variant. 
And the reporter is a great reporter. The reporter has actually got full full PPE as he interviews these people in hospital. He's talking to one guy in bed saying, uh, you know, he's like, where did you get your vaccine information? The guy says, Facebook. And then he's, when he gets out of the hospital, he's going to get the vaccine. And he doesn't care if people it, are mad at him. If he gets out of the hospital. Well, hopefully he does. He didn't look too bad at me. You know, he was in the hospital. He's got to be pretty sick. But he wasn't intubated. But, you know, he's, he's the guy. poor guy is like, oh, I got my information on stuff that people sent me on the Internet. You know, and this is why he didn't get vaccinated. But have a listen to this. Now, this is from the same report from CBS News reporter David Benyeo here. And he interviews another patient in a hospital in, Lu- in Louisiana. This guy's got COVID. And listen to what this guy says, sick in the hospital with COVID, what he says about the vaccine here. Have a listen. Scott Rowe, a patient we met in the hospital, was discharged today. And he left thinking this. Am I going to get a vaccine? No. Um, Why not? Because there's too many issues with these vaccines. Okay, so here's a guy who has just gotten out of the hospital, got COVID. He's still an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, it's it's amazing. The level of ignorance and willful blindness to, to science. Uh, and it's extension, whether it's QAnon, whether it's, you know, the uh, people just believing what they want to believe based on Internet uh, conspiracy theories that just reinforce their ignorance. It's, it's absolutely what, amazing. It's actually heartbreaking because many people are going to pay a very high price. What about the argument that if people choose not to get the vaccine, well, then, you know, they're just dealing themselves problems. And it's not my problem if I'm already vaccinated. And so people can do what they want. And then you're making your own bed. You lie in it. The pro- But that if when people don't get vaccinated, though, you don't achieve that herd immunity no. they're trying to achieve. No, right? we, that's why we want to get at least 85 to 90 percent of people vaccinated to get that herd immunity. So literally, the the virus has nowhere to go. It dies off because there's not enough bodies to host it. If you have more bodies, you're going to have more places for the virus to sit. It can still affect about 1% to 2% of people who get vaccinated can still get COVID-19. That's been our track record so far. If they're older, over 80, uh, they can be hospitalized, and we have had people die from COVID even though they vaccinated, but again, they're very old. Okay, speaking of COVID cases south of the border in the United States, here is Premier John Horgan speaking yesterday about the Canada-U.S. land border. Horgan. There are some more vaccinations in Canada than there is in the United States. And based on uh, my experience talking to people, looking at uh, opinion research, I I rather doubt that people will be lining up in large numbers to travel south until they feel confident that the pandemic is well and truly behind us. Okay, do you think he's right? I think he's right to a a large degree. We're not going to have huge numbers of Canadians traveling south. We are going to, you know, the border's going to be busy, um, no question. But it's also going to be a time-consuming effort to cross the border. You're going to have to prove you've been double-dosed, likely. They haven't announced the rules yet. You may be required to show proof of a a negative test. You may actually have to take a test there. uh, So, you know, the proverbial two-hour wait to cross the Douglas Crossing is probably going to be a four- or five-hour wait. I'm not sure how many people want to go through that. But we've got Seahawks season ticket holders. You've got Mariner season ticket holders. You, you know, a number of them are going to want to cross. Well, you got people who uh, own property out there. They people got, own property. They got family. Birch Bay, uh, Point Roberts. That's yeah. definitely going to be crossing. And and again, Washington state numbers are much more encouraging in terms of vaccinations and low. Okay lower COVID case numbers than the American South. Okay, some disappointing news uh, this morning. Uh, the Rolling Stones announced that they were, they're going to go back on tour. Their tour was interrupted by the pandemic, and their, all their concerts were yes. 
postponed. They were supposed to play BC Place Stadium last year. A lot of people spend a lot of money buying tickets for that show. That show was postponed. Now, the Rolling Stones have now announced they're going back on tour in the fall, but only U.S. states. They're not coming back to Vancouver now. They're going to New Orleans, which is going to be a hellhole when it comes to COVID-19 this Well, in September, do you think it'll be better by then, though? Uh, Not entirely clear. I doubt September it's going to be all clear in Louisiana. Again, with the number of people unvaccinated, that's going to continue to remain a constant. It's not like the vaccination rate is going to increase significantly in Louisiana. Having said that, I note that the Republican Party leadership is suddenly coming out and calling on everyone to get vaccinated, which they haven't been. They've been well, now they're seeing the surge in case count. They're seeing the surge in case count in their party membership. So it's <laughs> Republicans and Trumpians who make up the bulk of those who cling to these ignorant, unvaccinated viewpoints. And I think the Republican leadership is realizing, wait a minute, our voter base is literally potentially dying off. What about the Stones, though? So, uh, so you wouldn't go you wouldn't go to the United States to go to a Rolling Stones concert? No, no, no. not okay. at all. I wouldn't go into a, gather with 60,000 Americans in a place where there's low vaccination numbers? I don't think so. Okay, one of the, the best concerts I saw in the last couple of years was in Seattle. It was before pandemic, of course, and my wife and I went down. We saw the Rolling Stones down in Seattle, and I was super excited they were coming to Vancouver. So that's very disappointing now that they're not returning to BC Place on this, on this He's supposed to be coming, though. He's coming, yes. But for the people who bought those Rolling Stones tickets at BC Place, I don't know what the deal is with the refunds on that now. Let me play this here for you. Um, this is Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones on The Tonight Show telling a, a funny story here. He's talking about uh, uh, one of his heroes, Chuck Berry, the legendary rock and roller. And he was playing a show with Chuck Berry, and he uh, actually decided to pick up uh, Chuck Berry's guitar and uh, give it a strum and you'll hear what uh, Chuck Berry said about that so here's Keith Richards I was in a dressing room he was doing a gig uh, he went off to collect the money I think and, that's what uh, it always he, is he was a tight wad bless you Chuck but uh, he, he not, and his guitar was laid out in his case and I went oh come on Keith you know just a touch <laughs> <laughs> you gotta play a little bit, right? Yeah, just let me give it a, an E chord. Or, uh, <laughs> he walks in and goes, Nobody touches my guitar. Boom! Uh, that's one of Chuck's biggest hits, baby. <laughs> hey, he punched him in the face. Chuck yeah. Barry punched Keith Richards in the face. Well, you know, Keith Richards is one of those they say was the only thing that will survive a nuclear holocaust is cockroaches and Keith Richards. So he's going <laughs> to survive an attack by Chuck Berry. Okay, I hope they come back to Vancouver. Or maybe they'll announce that, but it doesn't look good I don't right think now. so. Thank you for that, Tim. Tim, they're uh, getting some stones on for us here. We're not going to get no satisfaction here with the Stones not coming back no, to BC sorry, Place. Sorry, luck. That's bad. That's bad news today. Let's go to your phone call, Steve and Coquitlam. Hey, Steve. Hey, Mike. How you guys doing today? Good. 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 That's good. Uh, yeah, too bad about the Stones. My wife saw them three times. I, I was hoping to see them, but maybe hopefully another time. Great story about Keith Richards, by the way. Um, <laughs> anyways, guys, uh, you know what? I really think we should keep the border closed until this whole thing is cleared up. This variant is very deadly. Um, you know, it's uh, unpredictable. They don't know everything about it yet. I mean, things are going really, really well right now here. Let's keep it going and not, you know, uh, mess everything right up again. I don't want another closure. You know, that's that's my opinion, gentlemen. Um, yep. Keep the borders closed. Thanks I'm for sure. taking my call, Mike. I'm Thank sure, you. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. Uh, keep in mind, now, you're not allowed to cross the border from the States unless you have a uh, double dose. You're fully vaccinated. Interesting, though. I and talk, a negative test. And a negative test. But, again, 
where's the infrastructure at the border to guarantee that people are actually doing this? There is supposed to be an app, but there's a lot of people who don't have access to apps. A lot of senior citizens travel who don't have access to that. Uh, there's not. I've talked to BC health authorities who are a little nervous about this. Uh, health officials who say, well, where are the feds going to be when it comes to actually checking and enforcing these rules, which are brand new? We don't have any evidence that they're equipped to do that at the land border. It took some time to get the feds head around policing the the airports. For the very very beginning of the pandemic, provinces were given jurisdiction over the airports, international airports, which was an absolute precedent. This this is a federal jurisdiction. The feds handed it off to the province. B.C. government seconded a number of civil servants from other ministries to work at YVR to ensure that people were quarantining and um, all the other rules that were in place there. Then they gave it back to the feds, and the feds were accused of really sort of being sloppy in terms of enforcing those quarantine rules. Are they going to be sloppy when it comes to enforcing the mandatory vaccinations? There's a bit of nervousness. I think that's a really good point, and they've said that people will be able to show proof of vaccination by using the ArriveCan smartphone app or the ArriveCan website but how many americans know what that is yeah i mean how is this going to going to work i mean you could have americans showing up at the borders yep. and like what how do i i, I, I think it's going to be quite chaotic actually yeah. in terms of both ways even if we are allowed to cross on august 21st i think it's going to be chaos going the other way as well okay let's go to dave on the line in coquitlam hi dave hi mike yeah i got 800 bucks tied up in these rolling stone tickets and i oh. probably wouldn't even have went for it but the may 12th concert was my 65th birthday so i splurged for the 800 bucks I got no tickets, and uh, I ain't got eight hundred bucks. And trying to deal with those people at Ticketmaster is unbelievable. So well, good luck on that. I mean, yeah. So I mean, somebody's got my eight hundred bucks, right? I, I just can't believe this, right? So, well, yeah, yeah, you and a lot of other people have paid a big bucks for these tickets. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, hopefully, you know, the show is permanently canceled. Uh, you obviously you're entitled. You should be entitled to a refund, but. Uh, the BC Place put out uh, a tweet and a statement this morning saying the tour has been announced. BC is not on the tour. There are no Canadian dates on this tour. And they are working to get more information to, to find out. So, you know, they weren't saying you'll get a refund. They didn't really say much at all. I can't believe they're going to a COVID hotspot like New Orleans and not coming to Vancouver. Well, quite, yeah, quite you'd, think, you'd think it'd be a lot safer coming here than some of the places that are going. Let's go to Daryl in Coquitlam. Hey, Daryl. Yeah, hi, thanks for taking my call. I, what I just wanted to say is my daughter lives in, 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 in Florida, in Bradenton, Florida, near Sarasota. And I talk to her in text all the time. And I was talking to her yesterday. And we were ta- I was telling her about this fourth wave of the Delta variant hitting the United States and more hospitalizations and more deaths. And she says to me, Dad, we haven't heard anything about that here. <laughs> That's not what we're hearing. So one of the greatest problems is the American public is both misinformed and uninformed. And my daughter will not come right out and tell her dad, no, dad, I haven't been vaccinated. She won't say that to me. Mm. But she can't come to Canada because she hasn't been vaccinated. So it's really funny. And, Keith, I thank you very much because I think you did an overlay map of the United States where... Who's getting vaccinated and who isn't, and it is very, very political. It is. Thank it you is. for the call. I hope your daughter does get the, vac- yeah. the vaccine. Keith, so, have 30 seconds. Florida is one of the worst, about to be one of the worst hit areas. In fact, right now it is the worst hit for, for the Delta variant. Uh, I encourage your daughter. There is information out there. I yeah. pick it up. A number of websites and media outlets I follow in the United States are constantly posting information 
about the Delta variant, the surging cases, the number of hospitalizations. People in Florida have to be very careful. Keith, thanks a lot. Talk tomorrow.